I have a cat. She's one year old and she's in heat. I've never experienced this before. Never really knew what it meant until it happened. And now I get it. And we had no idea what to do about it or how to deal with it. And we've just been going with the flow. Well, little did I know that um, her timeline is uh, nowhere connected to my timeline. And so two weeks later, she's back in heat again. Doing the thing that she does. There's a conversation that I want to have. I want to get into the space of being ready to have a conversation to record, to document, whatever it is, almost immediately there is this need to do it a certain way, to get it right, to make sure I'm saying everything that needs to be said and not miss anything. And in doing that, completely paralyzed by the process, not creating anything, not allowing myself to create anything. This week had a certain objective. It's only started. We're only Tuesday. Monday was a complete derail. I wanted to do some writing. Didn't get a chance. I shouldn't say that. I did some writing. It wasn't going the way I wanted it to go. And I kept trying to, to do it the way I wanted it to go, still feeling experiencing the reality of it not going the way I wanted it to go, grappling with making it go the way I wanted it to go, not experiencing how I wanted it to go. I repeat that because that is the madness that tends to go on in my mind when I'm not allowing what needs to happen to happen. On a call today with my coach, I guess it's in the air because he was uh, also a bit spicy today. Some things were not working in his world. And so here we are, like two peas in a pod, trying to, to make life work. Experiencing work. Not working. And life not living. But what would it look like if I actually just created from this space the space of frustration and criticism of lack of flow, of lack of momentum, or at least the, the feeling of that not necessarily true, and created something from, from this perspective. Allow myself to be in it, to be with it, to be on it, to be okay with it. I'm hanging outside right now in my car overlooking Calgary up at Nose Hill getting a different perspective on things because I actually get to see how things can go in any moment and I don't have to force it to go a certain way if it actually isn't working for me and so a new perspective was in order or at least the opportunity for a new perspective was in order. There was still a choice to make and, and a, 
direction to take to have that happen or not. The justification that stops me from actually putting on my jacket and walking out the door and going in my car and, and taking that step forward, whatever it is. And so here I am sitting in my car, finding myself with nothing to say. But a few moments ago on a call in a conversation with someone else, there was more than enough to be said. So why does that happen? Why does it have to go that way? Why do we have to manufacture it in such a way that just prevents the magic from actually happening? There's so many things that pull us, demand our attention. And so many times I am succeeding control, abdicating control to those powers that be. Not really allowing myself the space to just be. And so here I am in a car on my own grappling with the nature of being in this moment so I want to talk a little bit about this cat and heat you ever have those nagging voices that are constantly crying out, constantly demanding for your attention, not knowing why they want to demand for your attention, but continuing to demand for your attention. Do you, do you ever have those voices? Do you ever have those thoughts? Do you ever have that pull to go in multiple directions at once and then finding yourself paralyzed? The cat, man, I mean, I love her. She's a sweetheart. And, and I sympathize, empathize with her in, in this moment because she doesn't know any better. This is instinct. This is biological. This is the thing that she is just swept inside of and at the mercy of until it subsides and the rational mind, whatever that is for a cat, takes over. That happens with us too. Now what's so interesting about this cat is that she's just along for the ride. She doesn't necessarily have the conscious thought to try and grind up against these natural ways of being and expressing herself. She's just doing it. She just is that. And so is at the mercy of it and is okay with it. But yet I've, I'm not okay with it. Or at least one of the stories is that I'm not okay with it. But I could be okay with it. You could be okay with your version of that. The awareness that is also a skill, a muscle to train a cat cannot train for that awareness but we can we can create it and improve on it in such a way that the moment those 
shifts of being happen. There is an action we can take. There is something that we can do to steward those emotions, to guide and direct them, not in the way that we say it needs to go, but to guide and direct within those emotions so that we are still empowered, still feel capable, still feel okay with it all, not down in a tailspin, careening out of control, which is the tendency. We wouldn't tell people not to be okay with their happiness. Well, and actually, we do tell people that it's not okay to be happy, don't we? Especially when we are not in that state of mind. And we tell people it's not okay to be sad when we are happy because for whatever reason, we don't want it justified, but also not our call. So why do we allow that inner narrative to make the call for us? Why do we abdicate control over to it? Becoming a puppet in the game that's now being played, why is that okay? What's okay is this, that you are allowed to be and feel whatever it is that you are feeling, that you do not need to ask for permission and you need to be respectful and aware of those around you and how it impacts those around you. You are allowed to feel your emotions and you must be in communication around your emotions so that those around you are clear and understand how to manage themselves appropriately. What you're not allowed to do is react you're not allowed to bring people inside of your turmoil, if that is turmoil, until a conversation is created where you've made the space for them to join you for their own reasons or not. It's easier when we're happy, but that can also create a negative experience for those who are not happy to, to manufacture and expectation that they now need to show up a certain way when they have not agreed to it, are not willing to it, are not accepting of it. So how do we connect and relate to people that has everyone feel understood? Understood for who they are and what they're not in any moment. How do we accept people for what they are and what they're not in the moment? How do we remove the expectation that it's got to look a certain way? There's no single answer to this. There's no simple solution. It is complicated and different every single time. But what's great is we each have access to be able to do something differently in those moments that when you really pay attention, if you were to only just listen and pay attention, would be obvious to you. There would be an intuitiveness to it, a, a simple 
human sense of it. And it is void of the reaction and the justification for taking that action. Empowerment lives inside of that. Not to, again, have it be resolved, but just to be okay with it. The lessons, they happen in life as we're living. They don't need to be scripted out. We learn as we are living. And we live with what we've learned. <laughs>